Thrive means time, health, relationships, income, vision, experiences. What most people do is they sacrifice their time, they sacrifice their health, they sacrifice their relationships to make an income. They should be aligning their time, aligning their health, and aligning their relationships with what they're passionate about, and then the income will follow those processes. Hello and welcome to The Daily Helping with Dr. Richard Schuster. Food for the brain, knowledge from the experts, tools to win at life. I'm your host, Dr. Richard. Whoever you are, wherever you're from, and whatever you do, this is the show that is going to help you become the best version of yourself. Each episode, you will hear from some of the most amazing, talented, and successful people on the planet who followed their passions and strive to help others. Join our movement to get a million people each day to commit acts of kindness for others. Together, we're going to make the world a better place. Are you ready? Because it's time for your Daily Helping. Thanks for tuning into this episode of the Daily Helping Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Richard, and our guest today is awesome. You're going to love him. There's definitely a chocolate and peanut butter kind of thing. His mission is just like the show's mission. I, I like him already. His name is C.J. Finley, and he grew up with a passion around sports technology and community, had a very safe and stable job, a path to being an engineer, and then life took a different turn for him. I'm not going to share what that different turn was because he and I are going to talk about it because it's so important, but he now runs this amazing online community called Thrive Online, which helps inspire people improve their lives in so many ways he's spoken to south by southwest and flat out is just out there changing the world cj welcome to the daily helping it is awesome to have you with us today thank you richard i appreciate you and just really looking forward to this conversation it's always a pleasure to get to talk with other people who are relatively on the same mission of helping other people and yeah looking forward to this so I, I appreciate that. And, and I teased this a little bit when I did your intro here. There's a large portion of your history that I left out because I wanted you to share it. So you grew up, you got all these things you love, you have this easy path, the safe path, be an engineer. What happened? Because you're not an engineer now. Well, <laughs> easy is a little bit... Um out of the context because it, it wasn't easy. Engineering was like one of the hardest things I've ever done. And that kind of led me to the path that I'm on now, which is seeking hard things and, and sharpening myself so that I can help more people in this world. But unfortunately, I kind of discovered the same thing that I think that a lot of people are discovering in the past two years, that life is very short. And if you're not on the path that you truly want to be following, and it could happen to any of us at any given point, it could be our last day. And if you're not happy with the way, the way that life is going for you, you need to make a change. So I learned rather quickly once I got out of college that showing up to a desk every day was not going to be for me. It might be for other people, but I just found myself really just wanting the days to be over. And I didn't like that feeling in myself where every day I woke up, I was like, well, when's it going to be 5 p.m.? There's so much time throughout the day that I just would let go. And I don't even know what I would do with it. I'd be on my phone. I'd be just walking around, whatever, trying to find ways to just make work 
go faster. And unfortunately, but fortunately, I was dealing with some autoimmune issues. I have celiac. I think I'm basically about to cure it now. But back when I had a job, the stress of the job and doing things that I didn't want, it showed up in my life where I like I was losing weight. I was having problems with my stomach, bloating, um, and just feeling not confident with myself. And that led me to getting colonoscopies, endoscopies, and other things, procedures done at an earlier age than most people do. Uh, when I would get a colonoscopy, I was probably, my first one was like early 20s, so probably like 23. I would go in there and the people looking at me are like, why are you in here? Like, this is for 50 year olds. But my aunt died of colon cancer at 40. And I still remember to this day, my, my two cousins that were 10 years old lost their mother. And once I started getting in my twenties, I started realizing, shit, I kind of have the same problems. I need to figure this out sooner rather than later. And when I started going down that rabbit hole, I started realizing that a lot of my issues were stemming from, I was just not happy with myself and where my life was going and having chased in the carrot for so long of like, get the good grades, get the degree, get the job. I finally took a step back and said, I need to take ownership over my life. And that's how Thrive on Life started, where it was really just me posting. And by posting, I mean, Instagram, LinkedIn, a blog, my website, how I was going to transition out of the corporate world and truly choose to thrive rather than just survive. And it's taken me on a bunch of different paths. I've worked on so many different projects, got to speak in a lot of different areas. And today I'm just blessed that I kind of get to wake up every single day and work on the things that I'm passionate about with people that really inspire me to be a better human being all around. I love that. And I suppose I would be remiss if I didn't at least amend a bit my statement and not offend any of the engineers listening to this, because yes, <laughs> I'm sure being an engineer isn't easy, but it was, you know, there is security, or at least yep. we think there is, right? Like, I've got a job, I've got a paycheck. Like, that's what society kind of pushes us to do. One of the things that I really enjoy about hearing your, in your story, and that a big parallel with mine, is that kind of this pivotal point for both of us was just being miserable to where it was affecting our health and to the degree that we just said enough is enough. And so you did this. Did, did people around you say to you, like, did family and friends, like, are you crazy? Like, what, what was the level of support? What was the resistance like, you know, when, when you made this decision? I mean, a lot of resistance. And that's what kind of like kept me on that path for so long. I remember I was almost going to quit my engineering degree. And it wasn't that I was a terrible student. I had a, a 3.0 and I had an academic scholarship. It just wasn't, I couldn't see how it was serving me. And my day-to-day, -day, I just didn't enjoy and what ended up happening was because I didn't enjoy that day to day, like when I was younger, I would numb myself. I would go out drinking a lot. I would party a lot. And now when I reflect back, I know why. Of course, I, I still would have had fun and, and done those things if I was in a different degree or in a path that I thoroughly enjoyed. But I think I would have been a little bit more conscious and intentional about my time rather than just like, I didn't realize the different mechanisms mentally that I was falling victim to within myself. And that stemmed even worse when I got into the corporate world where the jobs I was trying to get were just high paying gigs. So when I left school, like I just looked for like the highest paying job possible. And that ended up being at a, at a bank at UBS wealth management, they were paying engineers out of school a little bit more than like just being a principal engineer, someone else and I actually switched into it, which again, I don't regret anything of my, my journey, but I started realizing like, 
I am not passionate about building out buildings with their IT infrastructures, like at all. That was not, I didn't go to school for that. That's not what I'm passionate about, but it made me comfortable because like there was money in my bank every single, every single day. And again, what ended up happening was I would spend that money on partying or restaurants or girls or whatever, satiating the, the things that I didn't have prior to having that money. And that can only last so long. Fortunately for me, it didn't, didn't really last longer than a year when I started getting sick and, and asking myself a lot of the questions that I think people are asking themselves based on the state of the world. What I started realizing was I'd rather be uncomfortable and striving towards the things that make me happy every day rather than be comfortable and wonder what if and not fully know what my potential could be as a human being. And it's something that it's not, you're not able to teach it. You're not able to shake people and get them to realize it. it you, everyone just hits a certain point at some, some point where they just wake up and they say, I have a lot to give this world and I can no longer be held back by myself, by the people around me, by my job. That led me to asking the ultimate question. If I didn't need this money, what would I be doing with my life? Like, what do I love to do? And for me, it always came down to, I always loved sports and playing on teams and networking and talking to people and solving problems. So that's really why I went to be an engineer was I love solving problems, but I started realizing I don't need to be an engineer. I don't need that title to solve problems on a daily basis. And what ended up happening was the market spoke to me. People saw me working out and would say, Hey, can you train me? And that was my path to entrepreneurship of using my engineering degree to solve problems in the health and wellness space to start off with. Now today, if you read into my story, I'm doing a way more than just like, I don't personal train anymore or anything like that. But I took the path of least resistance around my passion of just helping people. And I loved helping people feel better about themselves. And then I just followed that path and used the skills that I had learned in the past, which I learned through that comfortable general path that we all take. So there is something to be said about having some structure and some systems around learning skills in the current system. But I think we've evolved so much where, I mean, we're recording this podcast online and you're in Georgia and I'm in Texas. 10 years ago, this wasn't happening. And the unfortunate thing is school is the same. I have interns that go to UT here. And a lot of what they talk about is the same stuff that I did 10 years ago. And that scares me because there's so much more capabilities today. Hey guys, Dr. Richard here. For the past seven years, I've been privileged to bring you incredible guests who are changing the world and can help you become the best version of yourself. I'm really excited to share with you a new quiz that I created based on my clinical training that will curate for you a custom list of my top episodes and actionable strategies to help you wherever you are on your journey. All you need to do is go to drrichardschuster.com to take it, and it's 100% free. You'll be taking the next step on the journey to unlocking the power of you, and I can't wait to see where you'll go. So let's talk 
about systems. I know that's that's kind of in, in your bags, your wheelhouse, I should say. So let's talk about systems people can use in their lives to have more happiness, to have more joy, to feel more fulfilled. So for a long time, I was really interested in business systems and finance, technology, branding, social media, marketing, sales, all these different things that align to create a company and create a successful business. But that, what I started realizing was what is at the root of every business? It's people. People are at the root of every company in this entire world. And if you can have people come together to work to a collective mission, you're going to succeed at whatever that mission is. So then I started reflecting on, okay, what makes a person strive to be better each and every day and want to learn and want to grow and, and want to make an impact on this world? And that's education. And when we're being educated, unfortunately, in today's world, it's again, chase the carrot, get the grades rather than learn and reflect. And what I found is that like acronyms help a lot with learning because you remember them. So if you remember PEMDAS in math, teaching you how to do equations, order of equations, well, thrive really just means time, health, relationships, income, vision, experiences. And what most people do is they sacrifice their time, they sacrifice their health, they sacrifice their relationships to make an income. Rather, what they should be doing is they should be aligning their time, aligning their health, and aligning their relationships with what they're passionate about, and then the income will follow those processes. If you're listening to this right now, what you really should be doing is where are you spending your time each and every day? Get a pie chart. Look at where you're spending your time versus where you want to spend your time. Look at where your health's at versus where you want your health to be at. Look at where your relationships are at compared to where you want them to be at. And then start aligning that daily action towards where you want them to be rather than where they're at. Eventually, you will start making more of an income. Your visions in your life will start coming to fruition. And the experiences that you have will lead you to new skills, a better and broader network, happiness, and what we're all probably seeking. And what I believe in is just peace, just like at peace with where you're at in your life and where your surroundings are. Because if you can come into every day having some peace of peace of mind, you can think clearly and then continue to make those steps towards having more, more time, better health, and better relationships for the rest of your life. I love that you've created that acronym, but it's so, it's so on point. When did you begin Thrive on Life? Because this is obviously what you're doing now, and it's awesome as an evolution for you. But, but when did the light bulb go off and say, oh, I can, I can do this at a massive scale? When did that happen? It's a long story, which I typically... I, I always struggle to kind of wrap it into a minute or two. But unfortunately, another thing that has happened in my story, like my life that I live today was given to me by people that are not around anymore. So unfortunately, my wife's father died in a spin class of a heart attack and he was in really good shape. I mean, he like great shape at 53. He was still competing and playing sports with like 30 year olds. And at the time we weren't dating, but I'd, I've known her since we were little kids and I reached out to her through email and we just started connecting on, uh, on a deeper level. And I had st saw her start an Instagram account and she was inspiring me with some of the things she was doing. And I started asking myself, like, why can't I do this? Why can't, 
I become the person that I want to be. And along the course of this journey, I could share my message and, and start helping other people. And when we did reconnect and started dating, I, I started this Instagram account called CM Fitness. And after like a month, I was like, I can't do this. Like, I'm not the type of person that wants to spotlight on me. One of the reasons I have a podcast today is like, I like sharing guests. I like their stories and it's the best way for me to learn. I just didn't know it at the time, but I couldn't figure out a way to like really showcase people and showcase what I believe in. And that's where Thrive on Life started. We were just thinking of names to go on and we were like, we don't want to just survive. Like we, we think there's more to this to every single day. And that's where the word Thrive came. And I Googled thrive.com. And if you go there now, it's still parked and says it's not to be sold. And my dream one day was to buy thrive.com but I couldn't do that. So I had to just stick with Thrive on Life. And it literally just started as a blog on website and on my Instagram to just thrive on life every day and inspire other people. And what I would do is something called Thrive Weekly, where anybody growing a brand out there, this is something anybody can do, is stop focusing on yourself. Like the number one thing that I've done to grow my personal brand and, and th the mission of Thrive is to just focus on everyone else and focus on the community. What can you do for the community? And not in, not in a way that you want it to come back to you, but really because you just care about everyone around you growing and doing better and, and thriving on life, right? So it started just simply as an Instagram and a blog. And what I realized really quickly was when I would share people or connect with people or go out to lunch with people, the first question that they always asked me was, what can I do in return? And I really loved that question because I started meeting people that just ultimately wanted to help people like I did. And I couldn't really think of a response. Today, it's like, go listen to my podcast and leave a review. I would love you for that. But then I didn't really have anything. I wasn't selling anything. I, I still had my job and my part-time side hustle of personal training. This was all on top of that. But what eventually it led to was I made a sticker, which I typically normally have it when I'm podcasting, but I don't have it right now, but I can actually show you right here is a heartbeat. And what I started doing was literally giving the sticker. I was like, if the one thing that you can do for me every single day is just like make every heartbeat count. And that became my slogan. It was just like every day you wake up, live it intentionally and inspire other people to do that. And this world will just become better just by you doing that. And when I started doing this, like I went to Forbes 30, 30 under 30, and instead of handing out my, I didn't bring any business cards, I handed out stickers, heartbeat stickers. So every crowd that I would get in, I'd be like telling them the story of like, look, enjoy this moment. We don't know if we'll all be back here next year or the year after that, but like just be present and just enjoy every heartbeat that you have. And that, helped me really just take it to the next level where I started the podcast and got involved in a, in a couple of different businesses. And I coach, consult, partnered in a couple of brands in the health and wellness space. And it really just started with that story of here's a guy that was competing even into his fifties and had a lot of zest for life. And at the blink of an eye was just gone one morning. And if that's going to be me, I want to know that every day prior to that, I did my best to make it all worth it. And that if people were to be like, how did that guy live his life? Well, he lived his life in a way that inspired me to live my own life. It's one of these things where 
if you were on your deathbed, you wouldn't say to yourself, geez, I wish I worked more or spent less time with the people that I care about. You know, it's, it is amazing. You know, and I think a lot of us have learned this through the pandemic. I mean, it's, it's cliche to say, but now we've experienced something as a planet that mm-hmm. we haven't experienced really in our lifetimes, which is it's in our face how fragile life really is, because you don't think about it. You know, in prior to you know the, the COVID, I mean, outside of these incidents where you know a loved one would would die in a spin class or somebody has a stroke or whatever that situation is, nobody thinks about it. Nobody, you, know, you just you wake up, you get in the car, you get to work, you come home, it's another day. And you never think that this is perhaps it. So I applaud you for essentially building a brand around letting everybody know and focus on the fact that you're one heartbeat away, whether it's tomorrow, whether it's 50 years, whether it's 50 weeks, it's one heartbeat away and to make every single moment count. So I, I love your mission. I love that you're doing that. I think that's glorious. I appreciate it. And it's, everyone always asks me like, how did it start? And I'm just like, really, it just started with death to be honest. Yeah. Like if you want it to be honest, like I thought about death a lot. I was sick and it made me think like, there's been times in my life where I was like, I don't even want to be in this pain anymore. Like I just yeah. don't, I hate this. I want a new body. I want to be somewhere else. And until I started reflecting on myself and saying, I can change. I can, I can live a life that I am inspired by and help other people and that will heal me. And it literally did. And now a lot of my time is spent building other things. And that's why like, if you go to my website, it's really just my podcast. I kind of shifted my energy towards, I, I love helping other people grow their brands and help more people and scaling that. And one of the reasons my main focus is the podcast is it allows me to scale compared, and you, you know this, compared to anything else, it's like the easiest way to scale somebody's voice. So I can scale, my buddy just wrote a book, my last episode, he wrote a children's book, which is all about making the planet a better place. And what better way than to pick his brain on this book and how it came about and get other voice and other people to listen in and hear how he became an author for the first time and how he wants to help kids learn about the earth. Like that is so cool to me. Now imagine I can do that the rest of my life with a podcast. So it's so cool that, that I'm just even here in this moment talking with you because it just is a constant reminder of the little decisions that we make in everyday life of, am I making this worth it? Is this intentionally, is this time intentionally spent? And for me, a lot of the times now I can get to say yes, just because I made that choice. I love that. I mean, I've said on this show and I've said on other people's shows many, many times, the decision to launch a podcast, other, other than asking my wife to marry me, this was the best decision I have ever made in my life because it has radically transformed my ability to help people. And I I wanted to help people. I've always wanted to help people. Uh, And you can help only so many patients a year as a doctor versus now I get to help people everywhere in a a really different way. So give us, tell us a little bit. I I know you kind of described the show and and we're going to have the link in the show notes, but tell us where people can find that podcast. The best way is whatever modality that you like to listen on. Like if you're a Spotify person, listen there. Thrive on Life podcast. If you're Apple podcast, listen there. 
Google Podcasts, Amazon, Stitcher. It's on all the different things, Podbean. Or you can just go to thriveinglife.com slash podcasts. And if you can't find it there, just contact me directly at cj.finley or cjfinley at thriveinglife.com. Awesome. Well, CJ, this has been great. The time has flown by. As you know, I wrap up my show by asking all my guests a, a single question, and that is, what is your biggest help and that one most important piece of information you'd like somebody to walk away with after hearing our chat today? I think the biggest thing that I can say is if you're driving to a job that you don't like or in a relationship that you don't like or working on a project that isn't fulfilling to you, you don't got time. I think everyone says, oh, you have time to, to figure it out or time to do all these other things. But the reality is if you start acting like you don't have time, you're going to start being able to say no to that job that doesn't fulfill you, no to that person that's toxic in your life, no to those projects that seem to be taking away from you doing what you really love. The moment that you decide you don't have time for any of that is the moment that you're truly going to thrive on life. So that would be the thing that I have to say is just like be intentional with that and, and realize that if this is your last day, how do you want that to be? Yeah. Awesome. Give us that podcast URL one more time. Thriveonlife.com slash podcasts. Awesome. And we'll have all that in, in the show notes at thedailyhelping.com. CJ, we are at time. I've loved our chat today. Thank you so much for being on The Daily Helping. It was awesome. I appreciate you, Richard. Absolutely. And I appreciate each and every one of you who took time out of your day to listen to this interview. If you like what you heard, go give us a follow on Apple Podcasts, leave us a five-star review because that helps other people find the show. But most importantly, go out there today and do something nice for somebody else, even if you don't know who they are, and post it in your social media feeds using the hashtag MyDailyHelping because the happiest people are those that help others. 